Let's Cover That podcast is brought to you by CMNF Group, professional liability services for over 200 healthcare professions. Visit our website at cmfgroup.com slash podcast for more info. Hey, everyone. This is another episode of Let's Cover That. I'm your co-host, Will Sullivan. And I'm your co-host, Antonina Agruza. And today we have Denise Stern, founder and CEO of Let Mommy Sleep. Denise, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you for having me. Of course. So Denise, tell us a little bit about your roles in healthcare and what led you to the industry. So um, we're on the outskirts of healthcare, which is um, why I'm happy to be speaking with you today, because maternal health is always something that um, has to be fought for. You know, Um, my company, Let Mommy Sleep, um, is a really simple service. We go into the family home, typically when parents bring their babies home from the hospital or birthing center, usually within the first week. Um, Sometimes we stay uh, for as long as four or five months, however long the families need us. But It's um, simply supporting the parents with evidence-based education and caring for their babies so that they can get a rest. Um, So, I mean, really, that's all it is, you know, (laughs) is feeding, holding, swaddling, um, and, you know, providing that evidence-based education to parents that... um, it sounds very straightforward. Um, and in years past in our country, you know, your mom would be doing this, your sister, your neighbors, your cousins, your village. Um, but the village is unfortunately not reality for a lot of families these days. So we uh, are their village. So, so Denise, one of the things, you know, kind of looking through the transition since you've started doing this in 2010 as a business, What have you seen now over the past two to three years as we've kind of shifted into COVID? So many of my friends, I mean, I have three little ones myself, and so many of my friends and family have had children over the past couple of years through COVID. And so many of them have had, you know, somebody there to support them that's not a family member during the birth, you know, as well as afterwards, have really just spoken so highly of doulas and then also nurses coming into their home and helping. How's that really transitioned, you know, not only your business opportunity to kind of facilitate that throughout the country, but also kind of more awareness as well? Yeah, it's, I mean, you, you hit it on the head. Um, 10 years ago, five years ago, um, the concept of a baby nurse, while, while culturally it's the norm in some pockets of the country, um, there are still people, we just opened in Idaho and there are still people who were like, wait a minute you're at home, but the nurse is there, but the baby's okay. Like, what is this? You know? And so, so there is still, you know, some education that has to be done. Um, and second to that, a lot of guilt, a lot of guilt, you know, um, it, it's real that, uh, and it, it falls on mothers, um, that, you know, if you ask for help, maybe you're not doing it right. Or, you know, people will say, well, I did it. Why can't you do it? You know, in, in my little box, it worked. How come it doesn't work in your little box? And, and that's, you know, ugly and, and untrue, but, but to answer your question, I mean, business has exploded. I mean, COVID has been amazing for business, but, um, I will also be honest and say, if we could, you know, run ourselves out of a job by postpartum care being covered for people, that would be fine with me, you know, because um, while it's good for business, the effects on families, I'm an optimistic person and 
people are um, really struggling. Like it's not okay. You know what I mean? And, and again, particularly parents are putting their heads down and grinding through and they never talk about it really. Um, except when you see, you know, a social media post, that's like a snarky something, you know, but, but the fact is there's a lot of people hurting and um, you know, we want to help them, but paying out of pocket is not, it's the best answer for them, but it's not necessarily the good answer for the long run, if that makes sense. But also, you know, kind of, you know, more of that, again, evidence-based information, especially about postpartum care, is that you, as a mother, you can, you can be getting postpartum within, you know, a day or two, which is normally like the discharge papers. But some, some women, you know, they feel it six months later and yeah. yeah, there's really no counseling to that fact. Hey, you might feel it at the discharge of a hospital after, you know, 48, 96 hours stay in there, but it can also be occurring two, three, six months down the line as you're breastfeeding a child. Um, and, it, and it's kind of, it's an absolute surprise. So to, to your business that you do, which is so wonderful, um, you know, it, there's a whole continuation of care need in that pocket. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, again, you, you hit it on the head. People think it's just the first week home. And that is typically when postpartum issues will present for males as well. And for, you know, we can assume female partners, um, they're not immune, you know, but, but you're exactly right. The postpartum period is, is can go up to a year. And, you know, when you talk about maternal health in the United States, that's why we're the worst of all developed countries. We are the worst. We have the most people die after having a baby. How is that a thing? And again, I love my country. I'm an optimist, but this thing we need to fix. Denise, can you tell us a little bit about the advocacy that you've been doing down in Washington, D.C. to kind of make these programs available to parents across the United States? Yeah, so I have to first say there are much bigger and um, more effective groups than Let Mommy Sleep. At the end of the day, we're a small business. And in my opinion, that's things get done privately, you know, because the government is wonderful and they're trying, but, you know, it's a slow moving beast and that's nobody's fault, you know? So, so I want to say, um, there are a lot of people working at this, particularly with black maternal health. I'm lucky to be in the state of Virginia where my Senator, um, has been a champion of maternal health before it was something that people talked about, you know? So, um, so for us, it's, um, it's a good thing, you know, and there are a lot of states where Medicare or Medicaid is now covering postpartum care. It's not the easiest thing to get done for people, but again, it's moving in the right direction. Um, so, you know, again, because I'm close to Washington, D.C., we'll drive down, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll sit in your office, Congressman. If you have time and you give, you know, me and one of my nurses 15 minutes, we will be there, you know, so um so again, we, we, we have this one little tool, which is that we've seen 10 years worth of data of um, people in need of postpartum care. So we want to just continue to shine a light on that. Um, the 
what we are in particular looking for is I, I'm not saying, oh, you know, the government has to cover every single person that has a baby for, you know, a year. I, I understand, you know, that that we can't do everything for everybody, but um, there does need to be some accountability in this business. You know, as you said, Will, there are doulas and baby nurses and, you know, all these different terms that the public is kind of like, what, is, you know, I, I don't know, do I need a nurse? Do I need a nanny? What even is the term? Um, and so we really are advocating for accountability in the area too, because that, um, anybody, you know, the term doula, there are, you know, many amazing women doing the work and men as well, but it's not a protected term, you know, anybody can walk into a house and say, I'm a doula, you know, but if something were to go wrong, um, that accountability needs to be there on a state or federal level so that they can be corrected. They can, you know, learn more and other parents can know, you know, just like the, the board of nursing, you know, you need to know if there have been corrective actions taken against somebody and there needs to be some accountability and governance. So, we, uh, that was a long answer to a simple question, but we, we advocate, you know, of course, for sensible postpartum care, because quite simply, it saves, saves lives and it's a no brainer, but we're also, um, advocating for accountability in, uh, our little corner of healthcare. So, so when you're, when you're walking through those items, Denise, is there, are there future partnerships or milestones that you're excited about or working on? You know, whether it's related to accountability or, or, you know, and for your business itself. So this is what I came up with, because when I started uh, 12 years ago now, I was like, okay, I'm going to get my LLC, you know, all the things a new business owner does, and I'm going to get a Facebook account and okay, I think I better get my people licensed um, or, you know, get them on, you know, some kind of registry. And then I, I couldn't find anything like that, you know, and I was like, well, there must be somebody who's regulating nannies or, or whatever. And, you know, I kind of didn't find anything. And I said, well, I guess we'll have to do it, I guess, you know? <laughs> so, um, so it's been a long road in that way because I can't just say, oh, hey, you're Let Mommy Sleep Certified, everybody. Don't worry. They're, it's the name of my company, but don't worry. I, I promise they're good. You know, you can't be the same person certifying your workers because, you know, obviously you have a, a you know, a, a third party, um, you know, accountability problem there. So you want that, um, you want to be really licensed and certified, not just self-certifying. So I thought that if we um, could franchise, then we could be the industry leaders everywhere. And then our standard of care, the standard of care offered through my company would sort of naturally be the standard. Um, in the past, we have won a government contract here in Virginia to teach newborn and postpartum care. I thought that would do it, but kind of nobody cared. You know, it was, it's like great for Virginia, but you really need that national. Um, it's like, you know, it's like a lot of uh, businesses these days. Somebody could say they're a personal trainer. Somebody could say they're a nutritionist, but unless they're using those specific words, um, you know, it's confusing to the public and, and sometimes it's pulling the wool over the public's eyes, to be really honest with you. So uh, I'm not saying those are bad people. I'm just saying we want to do it right. You know, so um, so what we are trying to do is we figure if we can be 
the biggest newborn and postpartum care company in America, well, then maybe we'll have something here where people will be forced to see us as the standard of care. So that's what we're trying to do. You know, we're trying to get these certifications in every state. Um, you know, we're never going to be as big as doulas of North America and all of this. But even them, like, they're amazing, but there's no license. There's no state registry. So we're just trying to... Um, to get that done. And the way that, that I thought to do it is, you know, again, like an entrepreneur, I said, well, let's, let's get in every state and then figure it out from there. So that that's where we're trying to move to. Amazing, really amazing work that you and your team are doing. Is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about let mommy sleep? Any upcoming announcements that you and your team have? Well, a couple that I'm not quite allowed to say yet. Um, but one thing that, um, you know, just to, I feel like sometimes I, you guys can tell I start talking about these things and it gets so like, uh, 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 you know, cause it's just such a passionate subject for us. So I really want to, um, you know, relay that this is joyful work that we do. You know what I'm saying? Like being in the family home with, um, with, new parents and their babies. I mean, it really is a privilege and an honor. And it's, it's, it's a quiet form of caregiving that um, is just very joyful. You know, sometimes it's difficult, but then it's joyful, you know? So, um, so I guess I would like to just end on that note um, from the business standpoint. Um, you know, as you guys know, we are franchising. It's a, it's a difficult business to franchise simply because if you're looking for a business to buy, we don't really fall under any of the categories in the drop-down menu. Like it's childcare, but it's not daycare and it's in-home care, but it's not elder care. So, um, so it's always, um, I, I feel that the right people, uh, find us, but we do offer a 10%, um, discount off of the franchise fees to veterans as well as LGBTQ plus, um, potential owners. So, um, that's all that I would like to say. And thank you guys. Yeah, this is amazing. Thank you so much, Denise. It really is. It's a privilege and an honor to have you on on uh, Let's Cover That. And it's just another wonderful episode and great work that you're doing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys so much. It's my pleasure.